Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and today I want to bring you another Spark episode, mini segments intended to spark your thinking and ignite your practice. These short episodes are based on my written reflections, which you can find on the Teachers on Fire magazine at medium.com. Today's Spark is titled, Passion Projects Remind Us What School Can Look Like. I really enjoy creating content. I like writing, graphic design, podcasting, and video production. I don't consider myself an expert in any of these spaces, at least not yet, but it's always a thrill to practice, learn more, and improve. It's the sort of learning that feels like fun. I do not enjoy learning how to assemble IKEA furniture, or fix cars, or cook, or complete home renovations. These are tasks that I will do to the extent that I have to, but they don't interest or inspire me. And although I want to remain curious about all of the world around me, perhaps they never will. What I've just described resembles the experience of school for many students. Some areas of learning motivate and inspire. Other kinds of learning feel like obligations at best, drudgery at their worst, something to survive. Are we preparing students to be cooks or chefs? Much has been written in the last few years about the power of student agency. Influential works like Leaders of Their Own Learning by Ron Berger and Dive Into Inquiry by Trevor McKenzie have repeated the point that learning resonates more deeply when students are given choice and voice, when they are given opportunities to explore their own passions. When we talk about passion-driven learning and creative work in education, many educators think of project-based learning. PBL is a noble endeavor, but even in these spaces, teachers can still struggle to offer students true choice and voice. When project parameters are clearly defined by rigid checklists, criteria, and outcomes, students are doing little more than following recipes. As AJ Giuliani suggests, students become cooks instead of chefs. Writers like McKenzie call for a grander vision, course content that not only integrates but is entirely shaped by student curiosities and questions. My teaching practice is nowhere near those audacious heights, but our middle school does create room for student inquiry on a smaller scale through passion projects. Sometimes referred to as genius hour or 20% time, passion projects give students that sacred opportunity to pursue their own passions, to learn about and create whatever they want to. On school time, what a thought. (laughs) Empowered learning is motivated learning. I've sat through a few years of passion project presentations now, and I never fail to be wowed by my eighth graders. I mean, absolutely impressed. At the time of this writing, I'm about halfway through the latest edition of term end presentations by these students. Here's a sampling of just some of their most recent learning. The creation of a cooking website called Rockin' Bowl Feed Your Soul. Research on the nature of social privilege with insights from social and cognitive psychology. These are 100% the students' words. Creation of a video collage of gaming highlights. Creation of Lego stop motion videos. Music composition a deep dive on Rubik's Cube solution strategies with video demonstrations, creating video animations using Xplee and Google Slides, bullet journaling, creating a Roblox game, 
learning 11 different ways of tying knots, creating 25 different styles of clay earrings, then creating a commercial website called Passion Designs to showcase the products, needle felting, abstract painting with watercolors, creating hip-hop tracks using Soundation Studio, which is on Chrome, engineering a wind-resistant greenhouse frame design after a previous structure was damaged by wind, creation of cooking videos and the launch of a corresponding YouTube channel, and writing a short story. I sit in the audience with my students as I watch and listen to these presentations and they literally give me chills. These presentations are so meaningful and these students have clearly learned so much. And the best part, I didn't teach any of it. All I did was create the space and give them the permission they needed. They did all the rest. It actually makes me sad to think that there were many years earlier in my teaching career when I didn't create these opportunities for student-driven learning. What was lost, we'll never know. This is what school can look like. I see and hear these presentations and every time I just think, we need more of this. More opportunities for curiosity and inquiry. More student-centered learning. More student choice, voice, and agency. Of course, not every project will leave a permanent impact but it thrills me to think that in some cases, and for some students, passion projects will plant seeds, spark passions, and build confidence that will alter the course of their learning, working, and playing lives. As I sit, listen, and wonder, I'm reminded, this is what school can look like. My name is Tim Cavey, and I'm proud to contribute to the education conversation through the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'll invite you to join me live on the Teachers on Fire YouTube channel every Saturday morning for conversations with inspiring educators that will warm your heart, spark your thinking, and ignite your professional practice. These discussions are a ton of fun, partly because I can display your comments on screen during the broadcast. So if you haven't taken part in the roundtable, check it out on YouTube next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, and 11 a.m. Eastern. Thanks again for listening to this Spark episode in these challenging times. Take care, share an encouraging message to lift up a colleague, and keep that fire for learning burning bright.